Hello and welcome to this special preview edition of the Celtic Women's Football Show. Uh, my name is Claire Wild. I'll be your host for the next few minutes while we talk about the fact that we have a derby coming up today, very excitingly. And I'm joined by Christopher Gallagher. Hi, Chris. Hi, Claire. How are you? I'm very well. Am I okay? Am I nervous? Am I probably on edge is the good way to describe how I am. What about you? I think you've just described the entire Celtic support. So, uh, yeah, um, we've got an extra layer of um, kind of anxiety with the Celtic FC women's game against Rangers. Uh, kicking off tonight. Kicking off to tonight. Get us all. Yeah, we are recording this. This is uh, fresh out of the box. We're mm-hmm. recording this literally at half past nine in the morning. Uh, we were supposed to have a good friend Lorenzo do it yesterday, but unfortunately something came up for him. Um but yeah, we thought we'd do a box fresh podcast. Um, <laughs> Is that what we're saying now? Box fresh. I think we're saying box fresh. But yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to this game. I, you know, the last game um, was uh, full of frustration. It was full of we were in deep in enemy territory. Yes. Um, but now we're at home. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of kind of there's a lot of factors at play. But hopefully, we'll get a good crowd and we'll get a good performance. Yeah, we we can but hope. If you're listening to this and you're umming and ahhing about coming along, I would definitely suggest if you can do because A, the support really does mean a huge amount in fixtures like this. Um, and when you've got smaller crowds, it really makes a difference. And just, you know, for the team being at home, they, they always talk about that. And it also is, it will be a really super fun experience i think yeah the last game which we might refer to well i certainly might refer to it a couple of times um they they brought a big quite a big crowd mm. and it did make a difference because we were in the we obviously all the celtic fans were in their way stand i guess mm. and um it was great because you all kind of felt like a bit camaraderie and like all felt together in it but they brought quite a big home support and I, i'd hate for us not to have kind of give our players that support as well so um yeah come along uh, me and claire will be there a few other people will be there and um hopefully we can uh, get the points because this this is our chance really be to crucial. this is our chance to really put a little bit of uh light uh, daylight between us and them yeah absolutely i mean just to go over that as the table stands most people listening will probably know this but glasgow city are at the top with 50 points celtic are second with 47 points and a point behind the rangers so we're sitting ahead of them at the moment by a point so if we were to be able to take three points this evening it would really widen i know four points doesn't sound like a wide gap but in this league it really feels like a big thing doesn't it Uh, it really does i also think that um I think Glasgow City are catchable. I think we've had a little bit of dip in form uh, already. Um, I think I don't think they have, and I think that will come. So what we basically need to be do need to do is we need to be ready to um, act on any drop points that they have. They will have, and I think they will have drop points. Hopefully, we'll mm-hmm. take points off them. But um, it's a really tight league. It's a league where goal difference could be crucial. Um, and so I think it's important that not only not only we win tonight, but I think I think a performance tonight is as as is as important as the points just because I don't think we performed particularly well in the last game. Uh, and even though we, we actually got a draw and we had chances, I don't think the whole performance overall was uh, no, what I would see as a good, good one. And if you look at the stats, it kind of, they, they had 
the majority of possession they had the majority of shots chances things like that but we, we might like you said refer back to that news wise in terms of where the squad is where they are we're coming off the back of an international break we had kelly clark going away for scotland we had maria mcenany going away for scotland under 19s shen was with china and live chance was with new zealand so a lot of traveling and i think i'm not you know, I think their campaign might have only just finished. So I would say that the chances of her being included in the squad are probably quite slim. Who left chance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we had, we went to the presser this week and we had some new, we, um, we asked uh, Fran, well, David, David from the Celtic Star asked Fran, first of all, about what squad availability was like. Hi, Fran. Hi, David. Any, give us an update on the squad and the head of the game against Rangers on Friday night? Um, pretty much. We got to, Two players that are at out. Um, I think probably they will be fit. I don't know if to start or they will have to come from the bench. Uh, and our internationals are not back yet. Uh, only Maria Makanani has returned. Uh, the others we are waiting, so we will assess them tomorrow. But hopefully, hopefully everyone is going to be able to take to take at least a part of the game if needed. So can't complain. No, no any injury confirmed that uh, a player that have to miss the game, apart from the one that we already knew from weeks before. Yeah, Jacinta had a, a win boot on at the game, the cup game at Bonham Muir. Um, is she likely to go out at the weekend? Uh, she's been training. She's been training. Obviously, she's not 100%, but, you know, at this stage, uh, it's very difficult for a player to be 100%. It's a, a lot of games, accumulated games, uh, a, a lot of minutes. And a lot of intensity in training as well. So she's she's not 100%, but I think she's good enough to to um, to start if we need her to start. So I think that let's talk about the Jacinta thing first. Um, we were all worried when we saw her wearing that moon boot. It sounds like she's been in training. She's She's got fitness, but that she maybe is a question for a full start. Is that a worry? Um when you've got two players that are scoring all your goals and then you sell one of them and then you've only got one of those players left and uh, that player gets injured, bit of a worry. Um, uh, Jacinta is, I know it was an obvious question. Yeah, but. <laughs> I know. Jacinta's such a... Jacinta's one of those players that it's not even necessarily about what she does on the pitch. She's just got an aura about her that players mm. and fans feel better when she plays. Yeah. Um, you always have that in the back of your mind when your best players aren't playing. Would they make a difference? And I think she 100% would make a difference. The way he's talking there, I think I think she might come on. Mm. It doesn't sound like she's going to start, which is a problem. Um, you know, for Obviously, this is going out to on the free feed, so there'll be a lot of people who maybe don't listen to the Celtic Women's Football Show every week. But we obviously lost Clarissa Larissey. Um, who was you know, incredible goal scoring form last season? We had um, our good friend um, Charlie Wellings. Charlie Wellings, who obviously we got rid of her. So it's like we got rid of Charlie Wellings and we brought in Clarissa stepped up to the plate. And since Clarissa's left, um, we've brought in some. We've got you know uh, Liv Ferguson's had kind of she's not had a consistent run, um, and we've had we've brought in some you know players. Uh, Gallagher's done brilliant, but she's not really a striker. So that goal scoring kind of consistent goal scorer, I think we've lacked since Clarissa's left. We do. We haven't talked about her because we haven't seen her a lot, but we'll talk about whether we think we might see Tash Flint because she 
would be a replacement as a you seem to be quite impressed with her i'm quite impressed with her i'm i'm very optimistic about seeing her so jacinta i also would like to say obviously jacinta is a huge part of this squad she's one of the most instrumental players in the team but i don't think she did particularly have a good game against them last time at broadwood i, I think she struggled a wee bit and I, th- I think that was down to how we played though exactly so it's a lot of it is going to depend on whether we get the most out of players anyway in the way that we set up and from the way that Fran did talk in the press conference, we released that as a podcast. So you can go back and listen to that on the free feed, all the answers to that. But um, the way he, it sounds like he's kind of got the bit between his teeth a bit more. We did sit back a bit more. We were more defensive last time and I would like to see us coming out and really trying to put our mark on this game and be aggressive and play the type of football we used to playing against other teams. It's not going to be easy, but that's what you want to see Celtic doing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important that specifically games against Rangers um, at any level that Celtic play that, you know, I might be old school saying this, but I think Celtic should always dictate the play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we didn't in the last game, we really kind of, we played a kind of Rangersy game, a kind of counter-attacking, hit them on the break. And, you know, I said to you at the time when we were there watching it, I was like, I don't feel comfortable watching this. It just felt really weird. I don't like seeing a Celtic team <laughs> kind of basically have sort of Mourinho-style, Walter Smith, Watanaccio, you know what I mean? Like, So it didn't really suit me. And that's why whenever we broke... There was such a um, disconnect between the midfield and the forward line that, you know, Jacinta and uh, Clarissa were so isolated Mm -hmm. that they couldn't bring anyone into the game because they were breaking so much quicker than the midfield. So um, I hope that we play our game in our style that we're accustomed to, that we're used to, because... I don't want to see a repeat of, of, of the game just before Christmas. Yeah. I mean, the, the other question mark I would have in terms of injury, because he mentions two, he's quite vague in that clip when he's asked about the squad, which was frustrating because I think I, I wasn't at, at the press conference, but I wanted to kind of put my hand up and go, please be more specific. Yeah, we had um, Anthony Devine. He did the yeah, hell of a job. Fantastic job work. Um, but Chloe Craig, we've seen her being, you know, there's been Instagram pictures from hospital beds and things and you think something's going on there that we're not quite sure about as well so in terms of that bearing in mind we've got the new players in as well that we haven't seen as much let's talk about who we would like to see start in this game how do we want to set up and we've just said that we want to be on the front foot we want to do what Celtic do which is play attacking football and not kind of acquiesce to their style um Every time I'm on this podcast, I bang the drum about consistency in the back three. Um, if you look at the men's team, you look at how Ange Postacoglu is set up. Um, you know, he, he's quite consistent in his back line. Fran isn't. Um, and, you know, you people will look at you know look at the results and say, well, what, what are you complaining about? We're, we're winning most games. And that's fair. But what that does for me personally is what you know. I a lack of consistency in the back line means that games against Rangers, for example, who you know, let's be realistic. There's two leagues. You know, there's mm. Glasgow City, Celtic, and Rangers, and then there's the rest. Mm. And these are the games that you know you really need everyone to know what they're doing and be pulled pulling them in the right direction. So, from a back line perspective, I would like to go with tried and tested. You want your Caitlin. You want your Kelly. And you want your Claire at this stage. 
Is that right? Kelly yeah. Hayes, Kelly Clark and Clary Reardon? I, w- I mean, I or would, would you put Chloe Craig in there? I would put Chloe Craig in there. Um, I think Clary Reardon has a lot of qualities. Um, Clary Reardon will play, so I mean, it's a bit of a moot point. So hmm. yeah, that'll, I think that'll be the, be the back, you know, we'll, we'll have... Uh, Kelly didn't start in the last Rangers game. So she didn't, yeah, that's right. That's that was. I thought so, that was, I mean, to drop your captain, I just think it's just a bit... So if wild. we were picking this team, that's nailed on. <laughs> yeah, so you've got a goalkeeper of consistency and um, real kind of stature. Uh-huh. Um, and then you've got a back three that are fairly consistent in regards... Uh, they're consistent in regards to their performance, but they're fairly consistent in regards to their um, getting chosen. Uh-huh. Getting chosen, is that thing? Um, being picked. <laughs> <laughs> They're fairly consistent. How do we starting. talk about football? I don't know, um, but it's half nine clear. Um, but yeah, so I think the the back kind of four, the back three, and the um, goalkeeper. I think because I I think Pam since she's came in has been a real. Um, a, she's brought a real level of calmness. Yeah, to the back line, and I like her a lot. I think you know she's a little bit older. She's you know played at the highest level, so she's yeah. been excellent. So that back four, I think. Um, yeah, Pamela Tacconar is a is a nailed on starter because we don't have any other fit goalkeepers who are up to the challenge of this game. Um, and the thing that always strikes me, I've referred back to it as well, is that when we interviewed Caitlin Hayes and we asked about Pamela playing and coming in with all that experience under her belt um, in the Spanish league the speed with which Caitlin went, oh, it's been amazing. Like it clearly makes a huge difference to the defence to know that they've got her behind her. So that's fantastic. It gets trickier as we move up the field as to who we think we're, who we think we're going to see and who we would like to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've done some scribbles and I, when I was doing this yesterday, I was kind of writing names and scribbling them out and changing my mind. So <clears throat> um, you've got the, the, the wing positions. So you've got that right-hand side and the left-hand side. I think we should start Hannah Kerner on the right-hand side because I think that position was made for her. I don't think we've got anyone at the moment who fits that as well as she does. I know she's quite new, but she's had a few... She's had minutes now. She's been with the squad. There's no reason why she shouldn't be able to do do a job against... And she's a relatively unknown to this Rangers side as well. Yeah, exactly. I think... Um... You know, this is a time for bold manoeuvres. Um, you know, we've not performed particularly well against Rangers. We have got results against them, against them, but I don't think we've ever really hit our stride against them over in Fran's um, kind of tenure. So, uh, bold, bold strategies and bold kind of uh, decision making is I'm kind of fine with because when we play the kind of tried and tested, sometimes it just doesn't go for her, for us. So yeah, I think she's she's a she's a good player. I've not seen an, I've not seen a hell of a lot of her, but from what you've reported back to me, you know she she's got a lot of um, got a lot going for her. So yeah, I think it'll be Amy though. You think Amy will play on that right hand side? I do. I okay. What about the left? Because obviously the left hand side last time we played them, Lucy was it was before Lucy Ashworth Clifford's injury, and she, she got was, injured in that game. Yes, so she did. And that was the, she's obviously been one of the most instrumental players up to that point. And particularly in that game, she was creating a lot when she's she... She's the best player, I think. Yeah. Um, so who would you like to see on that left-hand side? So Lucy is nailed on to start when she's available. She's not available. Um, uh, it, you know, it depends on if Chloe Craig's injured or if she's available. Um, or if she's in the back line. <laughs> 
or if she's in the back line. I don't think she will be in the back line. I think he will. He he will go with uh, the, the back three that we mentioned. Um, so yeah, I think Chloe Craig. I thought she she did very well to nullify that kind of Rangers right hand side. Um, yeah, in the last game. So Chloe Craig, what other options have you got? Really, Tegan Bowie, maybe Lou. I mean, Lou's. You know. I think she's... I'm a big fan. I think we're all big fans of Lulu. Um, she's an excellent player. Um, do we get the most... I mean, even Shen in the fullback position. We've seen Shen perform really well there as well. Um, so, yeah. I th- the only thing about Shen is she obviously she's coming back from the Chinese squad, so whether she's... But she's quality. I think yeah. sometimes you, you kind of put the... You just stick them in because she might be running on empty, but she's, get, she's a quality footballer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, to be honest. I think that's kind of the the, the big question mark. Um, that left hand side. Yeah, yeah. In the midfield, you want your Lisa Robertson and your Natalie Ross in the mix, don't you? Because in a game like this, they are just. I mean, we were talking just before we started recording about how instrumental Natalie Ross has been this season. I think she's been. I think she could potentially be up for Player of the Year. I think her consistency is excellent. She scored a number of goals. She st- scored a number of important goals, but she'll play further forward. I'm looking at your scribbles, and then I know you've you got are. her in the back, back two. Well, I was. I, this is why I kept crossing people out because. Well, this is why I'm not a football manager as well. No, no, no. I like. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my point being, I like what you've done. I can see what you've done, but I don't think you'll play her there. And I think you'll play. So you, Claire has um, Amy, Amy behind the front two. So it's a, a it's a two pivot. With uh, Lisa Robertson and Natalie Ross, with Amy as your kind of number ten, which yeah. I think is ideal. That's where Amy, I think, plays best. best. I agree, but I think Fran will play Amy out in the wide right, and she'll play. He'll play Natalie where you've got Amy. Well, which is because I think Taylor. What does he I think, know? <laughs> I think Taylor Otto's going to play. Yeah, I think t- Taylor Otto is not in my my personal lineup. Um, I've got Lisa and Natalie like. Chris said, I've got Amy. And then up front is obviously tricky, not knowing what's going to happen with Jacinta. But I would, I would again, like with Hannah, I think there's no reason why a fit Tash Flint doesn't just get straight on the field because she's come from Leicester. She's got a huge amount of experience. She's on loan. We need to make the most of these players while we've got them. Yeah. She's physical. She's tall. She's fast. She's aggressive. And that's the kind of player that you want to kind of hit Rangers with before they kind of know what's happened to them. I think she's a player that they won't know how to deal with, like you mentioned um, earlier. I think she has... I'd, again, I've only seen uh, brief glimpses. We had I had to look back at her um, when she... Some of the stuff from her Leicester time. But you're 100% right. She looks aggressive. Um, she looks quite cool. She's got tattoos and stuff. Um <laughs> But I, I like the look of her. I, I, I think again, it's that sort of thing. You know, you've got someone like Liv Ferguson who uh, I think is a good player. I still think she's still a little bit raw. Um, so yeah, I would I would start with Tash. I would start probably with Tash, and I I would do what I could do to get just into ready and fit. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've kind of got. Jacinta and Tash and Maria as options up there. I don't think Liv Ferg. I wouldn't start Liv Ferguson. I would actually start Maria McEnany over Liv Ferguson at this point. That that's that's. Uh, I can understand that. I think they're both. Um, 
you know, Maria is kind of homegrown and she's someone who's came, came kind of came through the ranks and um, Liv's came in from down south and she's done she's done well. And um, I, I think that in regards to her opportunities, maybe her opportunities have been a little bit few and far between, but um, she's done well when she's came off the bench. I think she's better coming off the bench than she is starting. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, I think those two can kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of like what we said with the men's side with Moy and um, O'Reilly. You know, they'll both take part. Whatever happens tomorrow, we're going to look at that lineup tomorrow, today. Jeez, it's happening today. It's, it's this evening. You it's need this. to face reality, Claire. It's happening this evening. I, sorry, I just want to say, on your lineup. I really like it. Can you manage the team, please? <laughs> because that's... we're going to look at the lineup tonight, and we're going to go what. <laughs> I just think Amy Gallagher is. You just you. She wants a free roll. Give it it. If we start with Amy Gallagher, uh, Gallagher, sorry, um, behind the front two and like in that ten position, and it's a case of listen. All we want you to do is just create. Mm. We don't want you to go back. We want you to go forward. Then I'll be delighted because at least that's us showing what we want to do. If he plays it out as the right wing back, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Claire, I'll be a little bit frustrated. I think we'll, well, I certainly will be. Um, this is obviously a really strong team that we're going up against. They've brought new players in in January as well and who seem to be flying. They haven't, um, you know, they've conceded two goals in the league all season um, and they haven't lost a game, basically. So no, no, the, the, Teams they've conceded goals to are Aberdeen and Glasgow City. Yeah, they've they've not lost, but they have um, they've drawn four games. So, um, yeah, you mentioned earlier like how hard a team they are to kind of obviously score against, and I think that you know Malky Thompson looks like a, a Rangers regen from like Football Manager from like <laughs> you know twenty you're in your twenty thirty five season, and it's like. Uh, Malky Thompson is the Rangers manager and he's just like an a, amalgamation of every Rangers manager there's ever been with he's, these big if, giant brown If AI balls. made it. Yeah, exactly, 100%. If AI made a Rangers manager, they would make Malky Thompson. Um, but, you know, in regards to, to them, I don't want to give them any credit at all because I never like giving Rangers teams credit at all. Um, I think they can be got at. And I know that's ridiculous considering they've only conceded two goals in the league. Um we, I think we're a better footballing team. This is classic Rangers. What they do is they've got a lot of fast players, got a lot of fast players with, and they they try to go from back to front as quickly as possible, and they try to be as direct as quickly as possible. They don't play a lot of football. Sometimes our problem is we try to play too much football, um, and we would we could actually kind of learn a lesson a little bit from from their directness. So, um. It's a game that it's two teams, I think, that are pretty well matched. You know, the, the league table doesn't lie. Um, but I think we're a better football inside. And I think Fran has made it kind of clear that we he wants us to have an identity, a footballing identity. I don't think Rangers are like that. I think they just want to win. Um, but as a Celtic manager, I think you have to not only win, but you have to entertain as well. And... You know, we, we, we give Fran a bit of stick sometimes, um, like we do every football manager. We give Ange Postacoglu a stick. We gave I gave Martin O'Neill a stick. Everyone gets stick. Um, but he is trying to create an identity in this woman's side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because it's 
if you have that kind of identity, then that's where you'll get new fans and new people coming to see the site. Yeah, which we would love to see. The thing about this Rangers side is that they will, they will, like you say, they'll press us like other teams in this league don't press us. This is a unique experience um, aside from maybe playing Glasgow City, but they're going to do things that we're not used to facing on a week by week basis. We did ask Fran about that in the press conference and this is what we had to say. Rangers are a team that will press us in a way that we don't often experience in the league. Do you take a different approach to training to prepare for a fixture like this? We have been preparing, yeah. So normally they, uh, we observe their games, like against Glasgow City, they don't press aggressive. They just press with one at front. They try to keep the the, uh, the ball in one side of the pitch. But against us, because they know how we like to play, they always press aggressive, even with 3v3 at front. So we have prepared, of course, yeah. We have prepared um, to try to play out and to try to to find the free man in the next line, obviously, um, which hopefully hopefully it works. So yeah, it's slightly changed because other teams normally don't press us so high and so aggressive, but we believe they could do that. And if they do that, we will be prepared. And if they don't do that, then it, would, it wouldn't be any different than any other game. But yeah, we got a style that we are proud of. Our fans love it and we want to, to try to execute it. Uh, and we want to be brave in and out of possession. So yeah, we will we have prepared for the game and I think well enough. I tell you on Friday after the game if, if we prepare well enough or not. Yeah, interesting to hear what he has to say there. And in that case, bearing in mind what he's had to say, interesting to see the team that he picks and how he chooses to kind of go out and, and play against them. I think it does make a difference that we're at home as well. I think that they, they've they grown to kind of like playing on that pitch. It's a familiar environment and that obviously will have a bearing on how they're feeling about the game and the psychology of it all. Yeah, absolutely. A shout out to Anthony um, Devine, who attended the press conference for us. Uh, great work. Um, yes, I think this is, you know, Glasgow City, uh, sorry, um, Rangers don't really press anyone. They press us though. And I think that says enough. That says all you need to know about what we do as a football side and how we get in behind and how we, our approach that basically... We are the best football inside in the league. We are the team that score the most goals, I guess. Um, and we do. We've got 78 goals ahead of everyone else. I know it's only one ahead of Rangers. But Celtic and Rangers are in a u- unique position where they're not the top dog. Um, but I think I genuinely think that you know we are building something at, at Celtic FC Women. The fact that Rangers have to take a different approach to us than to everyone else, and we don't. We we play everyone the same. We 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 will treat everyone the same. Um, I think that says a lot. So it's 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 building up to be a cracker. It's nerve wracking, though, it's isn't it? Terrifying. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a whole, <laughs> we're going to have a whole weekend of just being uh, frantically nerve jangling. So <laughs> We've got like that. a day off tomorrow, and then it all starts again. Um, if you can get to the game, it's at the Excelsior Stadium and Airdrie kickoff is at seven. So get there a wee bit early. Uh, there are tickets available via, if you check out the Celtic FC women, I think we've tweeted the ticket link as well. A few people have. And also um, there'll be a pay on the gate option. There usually is as well. The other thing you can do is tune into BBC Alba or Celtic TV if you have access to either of those because the game is going to be televised by the club which is a good thing yeah very good thing and and long may it continue long let's have more of it yeah um so yeah with very little more to say on it we just have to sit here and and wait for it all to kick off this this evening um if you want to hear more we 
about the Celtic women's team. We record every week. We talk about all the fixtures and all the news and the comings and goings and what's happening. Um, that usually goes out on a Wednesday, the Celtic women's football show. Uh, subscribe at thecynic.co. Um, but yeah, Chris, it's been lovely talking to you about it. It, it helps me to talk about these things. It helps everyone to talk, uh, talk, 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 uh, and also listen, listen, listen. I don't know. Just <laughs> advice there <laughs> from my fellow panelists. A bit weird, a bit weird. But no, no, thank you, Claire. Um, I, I feel a little bit calm talking over the, over the team and stuff. And, um, you know, it's got me jazzed for tonight. So it's got me jazzed for tonight. And let's hope we, we see Jazz Centre tonight as well. Yeah, see, so we're jazzed for Jazz. But also, <clears throat> I'm ex- I'm really excited to maybe see some of the new players. That's kind of what I'm focusing on, that I would like to see some new energy in this team to absolutely go out there and take them by surprise. Express yourself. Yes. Christopher, thank you very much. Claire, thank you for letting me get involved. He's been Christopher Gallagher. I've been Claire Wilde. This has been the preview of Celtic versus Rangers, the Celtic Women's Football Show, and we will speak to you on the other side. (laughs) 